podcast. I just sent out a Snapchat, and it was a, the beginnings of a podcast, a tall tale. So we'll see if it's this tale is worth telling, and we'll figure it out from here. All right. So my name is Joseph Hart, and I guess this is my part. I am Brad Evans. Um, we are your hosts for today. So I guess we can just start about how this all came to be. Um, so a couple days ago, I was just uh, sitting in my little office space in my uh, my house in Athens, Georgia, and I was in the middle of a, um, a online clinic call just because we're in the quarantine right now. We're in the dreaded 2020. Um, I saw something kind of funny earlier that 2020 will be used as a synonym for uh, crazy and weird. Like, man, that 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 chick was real 2020. <laughs> um, not sure if that's going to catch on, but I kind of like it. I but, mean, you got to start somewhere. So yeah. if you're the one to start it, you know, go well, for it. I mean, I'll take that credit, but I definitely was not the one to start it. I'll just, I'll just claim that I was. So I guess um, you said you were in a, a, a call. You're still school lifing. Yeah, so uh, my master's program, um, we have uh, practicum placements, and what that means is that uh, I'm in a uh, special ed cohort at UGA, and every semester you get a different placement, or like supposed to have like a different placement to get you more experience with different kinds of populations and stuff. Um, and over the summer, obviously, there's no uh, there's no school going on that we know of, so. What we do is we have a clinic on campus that we run, but with COVID-19 coming about, we had to be creative and switch over to Zoom. Right. Um, So we have clients that are assigned to each of us that we have to come up with protocols and interventions and stuff like that just so uh, the summer months aren't lost. Um, Just because with the population that we serve, having a really long time in between instruction can be detrimental to them. So we try to uh, fill up the summer and fill up their time just so there's, uh, we try to either limit the detriment that happens or we uh, try to increase their learning. Um, But at the end of the day, we just want to make sure they don't uh, lose what they didn't use, if that makes sense. Right. And so I guess that's kind of jumping ahead in our our story a little bit. Um, So Joseph is still living the school life. I I gave that up. What well, gave up my schooling, and uh, I'm now a teacher. You know, Joseph liked being in class, I guess, a little bit more than me. Well, I mean, it's kind of a weird, weird little mix, just because my my program at UGA, uh, I have my undergrad degree. We both have our undergrad degree in special ed from UGA, but the master's program, a lot of the classes are what they call cross-listed and what that means is that there's a lot of classes that you will take as an undergrad as well as a graduate but uh there's so you're repeating yeah yeah you're repeating a lot of the same instruction i may have done it if i didn't know i was redoing them well that's the thing is that like when we went through it the first time it was little assignments here and there maybe a paper at the end of the semester but I now that i was gonna have to redo for different reasons not not, <laughs> school. not to just get another degree <laughs> yeah i feel you but uh so yeah joseph and i met there and uh this past weekend joseph got married and i got to get a front row seat at, at the the marriage of the hearts that's right that's right we do you are... feel any different no not really I'm do gonna you be expect honest with you. to feel different anytime soon yeah, so uh, 
just kind of keep coming back to this whole COVID thing, but yeah, um, with COVID coming up, our honeymoon that we had planned kind of there canceled. Yeah, canceled. Man, sandals really did us in with that. So <laughs> we let me tell you about. Sandals. Did you get okay. in touch with Michael Scott? You know, he's no, got the inside. No, I didn't talk to Michael Scott, but I bet he he feels my pain. <laughs> Unfortunately, he got his trip though. He got his trip over. Yeah, he was just looking for somebody to go. Yeah, with. Exactly. You but, got somebody, but yeah, I got somebody. But sandals really screwed us up, man. We we had to switch resorts. We had to push it back a few times. I was on the phone, and apparently, when I was on the phone for three and a half hours, they didn't see that as a good enough reason to give me my money back after the fourth rescheduling so, so you're saying that sandals they're not handling covid you know as well as some others no That's i mean i don't i mean i don't i don't not throwing shade not yeah throwing not shade. throwing shade but like just, i don't in the I corona don't race they're not on top is what no, you're saying definitely not um but i don't have much to compare it to this is my first like resort that i'm like going to it's all inclusive so from the very limited experience i have of one um it's definitely at the bottom of my list so um, you've been to a resort before? No, I haven't. Oh, I, haven't. I was about this to say. This is my first. I was about resort. to say. I I think I went on to some kind of, or at least to me at the time, it was a resort when I was little, and I remember drinking Shirley Temples and like that. I wanted all the Shirley Temples after that. Yeah, the closest thing I went to that was like a resort was I went to a couple cruises when I was little, but. Um, it, it's kind of a weird thing when you're little. You love it because it's a cruise and yeah. you're not on on land. But like you didn't realize how much more there is to do on a cruise until you turn about eighteen, nineteen, particularly twenty one, um, unless you're in international waters. For those that catch my drift. Well, but, that's what I um. It's like when you're going on a trip when you're little. It's like you leave this world and just go to a different world. Oh yeah, it's amazing to oh, go yeah. on any trip. You know, yeah, especially if you're going to a place where they don't speak English. Right. Like we went to Cozumel, and granted, Cozumel is very touristy, so yeah, a lot of English being spoken. But um, I just remember like looking up to these really like tall or what I thought were tall people because I was really young yeah. and they were speaking Spanish, and I just I thought I was in another universe. Like it's <laughs> crazy. Um, obviously, growing up has differed that a little bit, but uh, it, it's it is cool being able to uh, see the differences and what I would think would be fun then versus fun now. But so I guess the the trips that are like the coolest are the ones that you don't really plan for, and they kind of just like happen spur of the moment, or some like unforeseen or not necessarily. You say unforeseen is like a bad thing, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. So like the, I remember, what was it? 2017, we were watching the SEC championship. Yep. And it, we were like two hours too early for the game, just sitting there waiting for it to happen. Yeah. That's usually how it went with us though. Yeah. Just throwing it out there is that we like, we Put were some always, white chicken chili on. Yeah. I made some, uh, some of those, uh, cheddar biscuits yeah. and, uh, pigs in a blanket, but we were always so early cause we wanted to catch game day and all that but but there was something on the tv and i guess anyone that knows us at this point knows where this this tide's about to head but there were these cats on tv playing cornhole and them i mean just watching them we kind of you know you you throw out some smack but we i feel like we could genuinely beat the people on there and um it was we found out that that's how you got you could get tickets to the sec championship by playing cornhole something that we did every saturday 
and we had just like we had we had obviously applied to get those tickets in 2017 and yeah, didn't, didn't get any right so, and so and then it became a mission i guess to get to the game and uh so we had been playing cornhole and this is all like a coincidence i think we had really just been playing every night at sauce house yep and then we saw that and we're like well we you know we're doing well at sauce house maybe we can try these other people up and um when we started playing cornhole, I was throwing that thing almost like a grenade, like I think. And then you showed me to do the little spin thing, and then yeah. we, we now we go, we went from yeah. there. Yeah. So um, we go start at Sauce House, and then there's the SEC Championship game, and then from there on, it's our. I guess we began our cornhole destiny to That's Atlanta, right. the road to Atlanta That's via right. cornhole. That's right. We took a different road than the dogs did, but. We we it was a road nonetheless, my man. So what was your favorite like? What was your favorite part about that? Let's start with the qualifier. So like, what was your favorite part? About well, the I remember we were in a class that the teacher, you know, she she did not like me. I don't know how else to put it. You know, they I don't think I. You know, there was just times where like somebody was eating a snack and I was eating a snack and she said you need, you guys need to put that up and I was like oh man she's really getting on somebody and like I turned around I was like oh she's and then she's you know started calling me out and I was like lady I'm just here eating my chips <laughs> I haven't said I mean you know if this is the worst I'm doing it's a good day you know but uh it was her class that we were going to have to leave early for and um uh, I did not expect that to go over well which she was a little sour when we left but for uh, sure but then we went I remember it being cold as I'll get out. I remember there being a fire pit, and I was considering like just a little dip, in, yeah, like a, in the hot tub, and just jump in the fire a little bit, you know, because yeah. it was freezing out yeah. there. Yeah, warm, warm up your pants a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we went. I think it was at the top eight, top eight teams could go. Some I, something like that. It was like yeah. seven or eight or something. Like so that. we just needed to be the eight seed, and then we ended up uh, smoking them, to to put it lightly, I guess. Yeah. Um, and nicely. But uh, and then that began the journey to Atlanta in this uh, uh, hotel, probably nicer than any hotel I'd stayed in. Oh, for sure. Which that may say more about me than it does about the hotel. But. I mean, for those of you that don't know how fancy this hotel was <laughs> compared to us, and we're definitely showing our monetary value with this. <laughs> but uh, this hotel did not offer a complimentary breakfast, if you know what I mean. You had to pay for <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They had they had like Starbucks and stuff, but it wasn't for free. Yeah. But um, the the fact that we got there and only paid twenty dollars a piece to qualify for that other thing, and we got tickets to the SEC championship, and we had to play cornhole on national television, like that yeah. was the that was Ooh, our obligation yeah. at that point. And uh, so we got out there, and the first night, Georgia, the dogs just laid it to them, just put smackdown on them. Um, you know, the tide. You know, they it was low tide that day. It was very low tide. And uh, the next day. Uh, we got out there, you know, some of the boys on the corn, Georgia Cornhole team may or may not celebrated the win from the night before a little bit too hard. And so by the time it got to our game, the last game, it was tied up. And uh, But our game was for $4,000. And, I mean, you've seen the film. Uh, if you haven't, uh, text me. I'll send it to you. Got it on my phone. Yeah. You know, we won. Uh, but... Then after that, it just got better. So, like, what was your favorite part from the going to the game part? Going to the game. Oh man. Okay. So I think my my most memorable moment for sure is we were. Um, uh, it wasn't like student tickets that we got from this. So they weren't on the one hundred level. For those of you that have been to 
the new Mercedes-Benz Stadium, they um, they put all the students in that 100 level uh, in the end zone for the uh, student section. But I think we had like two or 300 level tickets or something like that. So where, uh, wherever are you talking about our tickets that we sent in for the game or the yeah yeah, yeah yeah so like it was either two or three hundred up in like one of those oh, little yeah, yeah, middle yeah, sec- yeah. Uh, middle sections and we uh went to the game after we had won and felt good about ourselves and we had our tickets in our hand i remember and we were walking and walking and walking and for the life of us we just could not find our section like it was just lost it was gone yeah it's kind of like i don't know if you watch harry potter but like where they run through the the platform? Yes, that's, that's kind of what I felt like we were. They had lied to us. Yeah, really yeah. They gave spot. us yeah. They gave us fake tickets. <laughs> I was like, "There's no way." And then all of a sudden, this really nice looking, dressed man comes up to us like, "Come here, come here, come here." And we were like, "I don't, no, I don't, sir. Yeah, we don't belong in there." I don't think so. Like you are dressed way too fancy to even be talking to us. Let alone, Our pockets are empty. We have not stolen a thing. I swear. <laughs> but. Uh, we showed him our tickets because we wanted to prove that we didn't belong with him because we had these fake-ass tickets. Um, <laughs> but he said, no, 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 this is my section. And I was like, okay, if they're going to let us in, we're going to like, go in. That, that almost makes it almost like, you know, were we at Hogwarts? Because like, we had not shown this man our ticket. I don't know if... He I, don't just know, knew. I don't know if he just knew the cornhole dudes needed to be in that room. But know. like he waved us as soon as we rounded the corner, he was like waving us like we had just you know, somebody had cleared the bases and he needed us to come home. Yeah. He was waving us in. Oh, absolutely. And then we walked in and there was this just like influx of these really fancy looking people that were all around at two private bars. There was a bunch of TVs on the wall up in the, I think it was the Haras Casino level. A lot more money. Yeah, the Cherokee Casino. Yeah. uh, Whatever that little chain of casinos is, they have a nice uh, establishment at uh, Mercedes-Benz. Oh, yeah. So we just walked in just kind of starstruck. Not necessarily by anybody, but we were just starstruck at the fact that Cause we I had mean, private restrooms, which is huge. We were kind of the guys there. Yeah. I mean, we did just win, you know, their, their tournament on TV. Yeah. So, I mean. so there was definitely a, uh, a group of, like, ACL, um, which is the American Cornhole League, um, and Johnsonville people that were um, in the, in the uh, club. And yeah. I, obviously, I, I don't think that either of them would dish out for the entire club. So I'm pretty sure yeah, there man. was just, like, other random yeah. people yeah, yeah, yeah. about but um, we like we were in like the center of the club at like the really high top table right next to one of the bars. Not and to mention the SEC championship is happening outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people were inside this club while the championship game yeah, was I don't going get that. on. Not uh. No, we would come in and get get drinks and stuff, and then people would pull us aside and try to talk to us and be like, "Bro, the fourth no quarter is coming up." No time for that. But uh, yeah. I think my favorite part was definitely, even though we got hassled uh, by that man that was not going to let us go on the field, oh, yeah. once we got on the field, that was the coolest thing ever because, like, yeah, we held the check up and stuff like that, but, like, the game was going on, and Riley Ridley caught a touchdown right in front of us. Like, oh, yeah. At that point, Georgia had won. Like, yeah. I, I did not care about the rest of the game. Oh, yeah. That man caught a touchdown in the SEC championship right in front of me. And if we hadn't moved, he would have like yeah. rolled into And us. we honestly probably should have took one there. Just yeah, we should take a should've. Take a fall, and then, you know, maybe we're dealing with a little bit more money than we got now. Yeah, you're right. You're but, right. <laughs> but, you know, here we are. We didn't do that. But 
I see on our list of things, uh, we talked about Sauce House Cornhole, but I don't really remember how we started, because Sauce House, obviously, you know, that's where we got our cornhole start, that's per right. se, but I don't remember how we started going there. So, I think about, I, I think probably like uh, um, the same... The same year that we saw all the those two dudes from Georgia playing on TV before the SEC championship, mm-hmm. I think we had like after that we had gone home, celebrated Christmas with our families, and I remember on the way back to Athens, I was listening to um, a local Athens radio, and it had talked about there being a cornhole at Sauce House on Wednesday nights, and I was like, hey, I mean this is just a good chance to go and get a gift card honestly because they gave us $25 if we right. won a piece yep each and sauce house I'm not sure if you guys know I mean it's delicious but it can get a little pricey yeah at times yeah so if we were to gotta get that mac and cheese oh then yeah you, then you're gonna want a dessert oh yeah and then by the end it you, you need your gift certificate for sure and then if you're playing cornhole on Wednesday nights and it gets late you're definitely gonna have a brewski or yeah two, you yeah know? may may have a, a you know adult beverage you know, if they let teachers do that, I don't know. Some yeah. places they don't allow it. So yeah. you just go in there and you take the orange juice and get out. That's right. You That's know, right. but, uh, but well, I remember texting you like, like I was still in the car. I wasn't driving. I was still in the car and I remember texting you like, Hey man, there is cornhole Wednesday nights at sauce house. And you said like, you'd be down or something like that. Right. And we just, we came and we just ran table. <laughs> I feel like. And I was probably, I think I was still flipping it when we were playing there and like, but uh, once we started playing it, the tailgate yeah. is when I think that almost set you up. Like we won a few and I feel like in your mind, you saw money like right from the tailgate. Dude, I'm a hustler. And if I if started I looking anything. up, all right, they're having tournaments here. Oh, there's one in Milledgeville. Don't mind if we do. Yeah, we're, we'll, we'll get into Milledgeville in a minute, but that was, we're just going to cut yeah, that up. Yeah, we didn't do too hot that one, I don't believe, but um. Yeah, so we're at Sauce House. We're uh, playing. Shout out to Dalton. I guess he threw in a question there for that. Yeah. Uh, too bad he doesn't come play golf or anything anymore. He has like he, he doesn't graduated. Have, and he's a bigger. He man was he was in Athens, and I was snapped him and and sent him something like "What's up?" Didn't even reply. Didn't even wow. reply. Wow. And then he and then he wants us to talk about him on our podcast. I mean, what the heck? But here we are, first episode talking about Dalton. You you lucky we don't have a lot to talk about Dalton. <laughs> you lucky. But um, yeah. So cornhole is just I feel like just one of the many uh, unlikely things that has happened in our life. Uh, cornhole led to a lot of things happening, but um, we met as we talked about earlier in. Uh, at the University of Georgia, go dogs! Go dogs! And um, so we met in the special ed department, and there were, and honestly, I rem- I don't remember much about the orientation. I just remember going in, and because I had this mindset of when I went in, I was like, "Yep, I'm not going to talk to anyone. I'm going to come and do what I need to do and get out." Because I went to Athens Tech, and you don't you don't really make friends at Athens Tech. That's fair. You just go there, do what you need to do, and, and you go home. But uh, when I got to UGA, I had that same mentality, and so I wasn't like focused on who was there and who wasn't. And then like the first day of class, I walked in, and I was like, "Hmm, a lot of girls in here," and oh, I'm the only yeah. guy. And uh, and so when you walked in, I was like, yep, he's got to sit by me. <laughs> and nowhere else. I was like, well, I guess this little mindset of you, 
you're on your own is out the window now because there's obviously another soul in this with you. But it's all good, man. You ain't you ain't in it alone. Exactly. Point, you know? Exactly. And that's what uh you know I had this big uh, part of my best man speech or whatever at the wedding that I was going to talk about it. And then Anna came and was like, "All right, wrap it up. We got to dance." And I was like, "I didn't even start." But <laughs> yeah. But uh, I got in my Michael Scott uh little toast there, and that was really the only you know goal I had was to make sure I I watched that video like three times the night before almost like mimicking him hey you you did a heck of and a I, but I, the best part about it was uh your you couldn't get the the top off of your drink yeah and uh and I asked can someone please help uh, Joseph with his drink and your mom thought that was the funniest thing ever like that was the best part of the speech to her yeah that I just threw some shade your way about the fact that you couldn't open the drink and Oh, she yeah. she I could hear her cackling. Oh yeah, all she of she knows she's she knows that every once in a while my ego will get a little too big. So anytime anybody tears me down, it, it's it's always a nice day. Like my brother, any type of uh, a family gathering that we have, he'll just he'll throw shade at everybody, and uh, people will sometimes try to return. But he's just he's really good at that kind of stuff. So he'll just keep throwing shade and just make it a, a good old time uh, but uh, I guess one thing that uh, came out of that was um, we you talked about relationships the other day with me about right. how like people were right met here and there and it was crazy how all of the different realms of life came together at you guys' wedding yeah for real and one one person that like I think it was the first person that came out of your mouth was was your former roommate. His name is Gib. Gib Pounds on Gib the podcast. Pounds. He's got to be the first guest. Oh, absolutely. If we get another show, Gib is the next guest on 100%, our show. 100%. But, like, we, we've discussed this, and Gib is the kind of friend that, like, when you grow up and you have kids, and you talk about, like, your, your glory days in college right. and all that, Gib is the friend that nobody believes that you had. Right. And, and yeah, he's just a... A mystery and uh, enigma almost. <laughs> oh, absolutely! I, I don't even know how to really paint a picture for you. Yeah, and the, the first time I met Gib, he was uh, a roommate of a friend of mine, and uh, old Roscoe. And uh, Gib was. Uh, he said, "Oh, my roommate's probably in here." Or he was like, "Actually, I think he should be at class, so we'll be good." And then I walked in the room, and there was this bear of a man wrapped up in a uh, um, Eno, <laughs> not at class. And then he just awakes from his slumber. You know, <laughs> the only way you know Gib can do it, you know, oh, just yeah. dramatic, and you know, kind of pokes his chest out a little bit and stretches, and then he looks at his phone closely, and you know, realizes he is late for class, yeah. and sprints out the door. Yep. And that was the first time I met Gib. I don't even think he said, hey, how are you? Goodbye. You know, but I mean, who could blame him? He was like, he's like, I think this is the second class I'm going to sleep through or something. So, Dang. Honestly, so it was a good time that y'all walked yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Save Gib's college career right there in that moment. He knew when I walked in, he's like, yeah, this is not a guy that's going to let me sleep through classes. So I'm going to start hopping up. That's right. And I don't think Gib ever slept through a class after that. There so you go. that could have been the moment you right there. saving grace. Exactly. So... Let's see. So any future uh, physical therapy that you need is oh, basically going to be calm. So I went eight with Gib last week, and I started a running thing that I'm, you know, instantly regretting. Like, 
After I would run, I felt great. But now my back is at least 95. I have the back of a 95-year-old man. And uh, my lower back is just killing me. And I went up there and ate with Gib. And I told him, I was like, dude, I'm just going to save all this up. And whenever you graduate, I'm just coming to you and be like, hey, fix me. That's right. And remember all those times I drove you around? You know, I need you to... I need you to loosen me up, but I'm I'm hurting. But you know, we'll see. See, uh, Doctor Pounds. Doctor Pounds. I'll have to make my appointments with Doctor Pounds. And that is that is his that his is real not name, not Richard um, Gibb Pounds the third. Do with that what you wish. Uh, we'll have him explain it if we ever get him <laughs> on the show. But he he's an interesting man with a very interesting name for sure. Um, but I guess another person that we met. Um, is now your current roommate. His name yeah. is Lee. Yeah, I don't know. He's he sent a thing to talk about him, but do we really need to? I mean, we can just erase it. It's all yeah. good. All right, you got bye. backspace, don't yeah, you? Yeah, back by Lee. Like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, mm, I guess we can talk about Lee. I don't know. You know, this may be where our, our podcast goes downhill. Yeah. From here, you know, we had him in the first, but lost him in the second half. That's right. They, when yeah. we started talking about Lee... But uh, Lee's, he's got the uh, the mustache that all I think aspire to have, and to his credit, yeah, oh for is, sure, it is purely genetics and nothing he did to earn. So oh, yeah. his parents did that for him. I know, and the people that actually want a mustache like that, right, right, don't get it. Yeah, no, I couldn't do that if I wanted to, you know. So in that way, he'll always he'll have a leg up, you know, or a stash up on yeah. me. Yeah. So. But yeah, going off of Lee and his solid mustache, um, solid predator status, by the way, hundred <laughs> percent. You said it, I did not say it. But um, thinking about that, um, Lee, he was asking me about the podcast. He's like, "What are you guys going to talk about?" I was like, "I don't think we really do have a plan at all." And you know, this first episode may be a little bit of rambling, but by the second one, maybe a little bit more rambling. You That's know, right. they could, right. could be a lot of the same, but. Um, we are in the beginnings, and with that said, we have not come up with a name. Um, so I guess right now, on the spot, in our first episode, we're going to have to come up with a, a theory of how to come up with a name. But while we think on that, we should, uh, I guess, hear from our sponsors. That's right. Let's hear from our sponsors. All right, thank you, and we're back. <laughs> and so we're glad to have all of our sponsors and all that they do for us. And, uh, you know, GarageBand, while it is free, you know, it's free. That's why, why we're able to do the show. I feel like they're sponsoring <laughs> us right now. I'm kind of. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Heart Jars could be a sponsor. That's know? right. It's just going to be like one of those, like, silent <laughs> partnerships, you know, because, like, it, it don't have no money. Heart Jars is the same place that this no-name podcast is in. We're, that's we're right. Probably that's a little right. bit more of a you know leg up. It, yeah, it's made some money. Yeah, this is zero dollars right now. We we are in the hole for this podcast that we've started. Yeah, so we we've, we've lost some time. So <laughs> so we need you guys. You our our fans now are the most important part of this podcast. You gotta you gotta make more fans so that we can keep keep doing what we do and make this uh, time wasting worth it. But but during that time of, of listening to all of our wonderful, wonderful sponsors, we came up, or at least I think you came up with a plan of how to come up with a name. Yeah, so uh, I think what we're gonna do is, right after we get off of this, we're gonna 
try to find an Instagram handle that like incorporates our name somehow, like Brad and Joseph or Joseph and Brad or something like that. We'll make sure we'll we'll share it on our our personal. We're gonna get real fancy. So, with yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something real fancy, just so that you guys know like what you're getting into. But we'll put out some kind of uh, they, survey. I don't think they want to know what they're getting into. Probably not. <laughs> but we're gonna ask for your help anyway. We're gonna put out a survey, uh, maybe a, a Google form or something. We'll get creative and then put out the list of name ideas that we have, and then we may even get a little crazy and put a. Uh, uh, other category. So uh, if you have category. something that you think describes us better than what we have, pretty doubtful. But if you think you have something better than what we have, then let us know. Um, I know that I already have the input of my lovely, lovely wife. Um, shout out. Shout out to uh, Miss Anna Hart now. Um, it's kind of weird to say. That was my first little marriage. Okay, I'm right going to go ahead and I'm going to say this. We got to work on Anna's Instagram name. Like, yeah, I'm just I've, not feeling it. Yeah, she she's not she's not too keen on it either. I wasn't real keen on it, but there's you'd be surprised how many Anna Hearts there are. Yeah, the so so second order of business in our new podcast, you know, fix Anna's Instagram. You know, if you can throw another uh, poll up there. Yeah, well, here's the funny thing is that like I we went through and looked up on the search, um, and I would just type out random Instagram handles that I thought yeah. were better than what she had. And I saw the um, the females that had them, but they right. were all private. But I was thinking to myself, hey, maybe I could just like send them a message and be like, buy hey, it. I'll give Are you, you yeah, buy it from them. I'll give you like ten bucks for that handle. <laughs> I wonder uh, if that's ever been done. Probably. I mean, I bet big companies do that. Yeah, that's like domain names. There was a guy on Twitter that one of the baseball teams. Can you look this up while I'm talking yeah, about man. it? So there was a baseball team. It may have been the Padres. But they changed their Twitter name for a day, and a guy got it immediately after. And so they had to get back, like, their name um, but from this guy who had just stolen a Twitter hand. Not stolen, because it was, it was nobody was using it at that point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it says that the San Diego Padres temporarily lost their, yeah. their Twitter handle, Padres, because... I mean, it was for a good reason. They changed it to the Madres from Mother's Day. So, I mean, <laughs> shout out to the Mothers. Fair. Um, but obviously, you know, uh, that, they are not the Madres. They are definitely And my the man just, he capitalized on the opportunity. He saw, you know what, Mother's Day's coming up. The Padres might get weird and, you know, change their Twitter handle. And I'm on that. That's what oh, he, yeah. his he name is Ricky Padilla. How about um, Ricky? Yeah, man, he got it. He, he killed it. Um, it says, there's a picture right here, a little snapshot. And it says uh, Ricky Padilla. He's got a, um, it looks like he's like a, uh, high school slash college dude uh, right. but he snatched up that Padres uh, Twitter handle and they said they reached out to him and did Ricky uh, get paid I don't I can't see anything about getting paid but it looks Come like on, he may have gotten a free Madres uh, jersey okay. out of it uh, I can't tell that is that what he wants though probably not um, but what would be interesting to know is if old Ricky Padilla was a Padres fan or if he was just kind of a troll. Yeah, we got to find where his allegiance lies. But So um, if you know this Ricky Padilla who claims to have... Come, come on the show, Ricky. Come on the show, Ricky. Find Ricky. Ricky is probably out of our, our league, though. Oh, for sure. <laughs> That's out of our league. This is show one. We're, Maybe we're, show four or five. We're going to be lucky if we get give. We yeah, just that's get, right. But professional podcast transition... Baseball starting back. We boom. We just talked about the Padres. There Baseball we go. is coming back. Finally. 60 games. And um, 
I'm going to say it now. I almost gave up on baseball because I I saw all of the, and I don't know that much about negotiations or anything like that, but all of them have a lot more money than I have. Right. And so my mindset was like, could you please play baseball? And I guess that's selfish, but in the in the yeah. grand scheme of things, they all have a lot more money than I do and will probably ever have. Yeah, and they have more money, like, riding on the season, you know? Yeah. Like, it wasn't just like they just keep getting money. Like, well, they don't also, play. Right, and, like, as a baseball fan, like, I, and baseball coach now, I guess that's what I am, but, like, I see baseball and how other people see baseball, and, like, it's not hot. People don't love baseball, and, like, this was an opportunity you have for everyone to be watching. You could have been yeah. the first sport back. Everybody was watching. And, you know, making it exciting, which I think they kind of did with, like, the 60 games, adding the DH to the National League. That'll be fun. The but, relief pitcher has to right, go through three which I think batters. That, I think that one was coming uh, in this season. But, yeah. you know, it's good. And it's also, why not try different little things in the 60-game hey, season? Yeah, man. Anything that, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love going to baseball games just right. because I love the sport. I right. love uh, the environment, I have love a all drink, of it. Yeah. have a snack, pay way too much for it, but yeah. it's fun. Yeah, and like it, every once in a while, I'll watch uh, some on TV. But like from a, like an outsider perspective, like I can understand why if you turned on baseball, people will be You'd like be out on it. Yeah, yeah, it's a, just a little bit too slow. And if you don't right. know and what you're what you're watching, then you're gonna turn it off. And, and, and baseball has had a history, and and my myself, I've kind of been guilty of it, but like pushing away the people that are are exciting in baseball and like saying that's not how we do things here yeah but like, like more traditional right right but yeah, yeah. you know who gives a crap if you hit the ball 500 feet you should be able to do whatever you want because that man is throwing the ball 99 miles an hour and it's yay big and you hit it 450 like you yeah should be well able to i think so like around naked if you want um to. i was on twitter today and i uh saw a video and it was like the, today in like MLB history and I can't remember the pitcher's name but he pitched for the Cardinals and he broke the the record for the fastest pitch. Yeah. And he threw like a 104. Is it Jordan Hicks? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he threw like a 105. Flamethrower. Yeah. Um it was definitely off target, but he <laughs> he threw it real hard. I mean, and you knew it was hard because when the when the miles per hour came up, it came up in yeah, flames. I'm scared so, to know. go that fast in my car. Like, oh, I, yeah. Much less, you know, stand up there and have someone throw that at me and yeah, try, try to, yeah, and, and, you know, agree to stand there and, and try to swing at it. Yeah. And when I got back into coaching baseball at uh, the high school I'm at, I was like, you know what, I need to be able to hit a baseball. And I'd probably not done it since whenever we played our softball, shout out. Yeah. But that doesn't really count. As far as what I was trying to do then, because yeah, that, we'll t- we'll talk about our softball journey on another day. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll just get using to that. it as a segue. But right, yeah. So then I got in there and I was like, oh, turn that thing up to seventy five. Surely I can do that. Not a chance. Oh, yeah. Not a chance that I touched the ball. And yeah. it, it took a good three to four days. But I, you know, I got dedicated. You know, stayed on the grind and <laughs> and, and got after it. But uh, yeah, that thing was zooming, and I was like, I can't imagine eighty five. And then it. Somebody that can make the ball curve and twist, and yeah, I can't do that as well as going that dang fast. Like, you yeah. have a ball, looks like it's coming at you. Not, I'm ducking, right? I'm getting out of the way like a scared little chicken, <laughs> like, no joke. So, yeah, can't. And that's you know, that's your livelihood you're playing with out there. They're throwing I know that, that ball hard at your moneymaker, whatever your moneymaker may be, and that's for you to decide. But, yeah, yeah, so we. 
talked about our name. I guess we're on a, I don't know, I don't know when you wrap up a podcast, but you know, I feel like we might be getting close to that. Yeah, we might be getting close. I think I just want to talk about one more thing. Go for um, it. And it kind of has to go back with our friend Gibb and Georgia uh, football. Who will be guests on this show. Yeah, who will eventually be a guest Georgia on the show. Georgia football included, all of them. Yeah, We'll just yeah, have yeah. all of them on the show. Yeah, in this room. <laughs> yeah. In this tiny little, yeah. like, 10 by 10 room. In this now. Serenity by Jan studio we got Yeah, that's right. Here. This is also my, uh, my, uh, candle workspace you know Sweet. I have an office yeah. and a workspace just like yeah. Jan just kidding <laughs> I, I don't have all that I'm a I'm a graduate student and Anna so. sleeps at the foot of the bed on the I'll sleep on this little baby yeah. right here yeah leaves the camera out and everything you know it's pretty it's pretty uh, bad but but anyway back to back to some Georgia football man do you remember going to Jacksonville to watch yeah. Florida, Florida yeah Gib was with us on that trip yeah he was yeah, we'll have to ask him when he comes back you know I, there have been several times in my life where I knew we probably made some questionable decisions. But we worked through them, you know? Yeah, like, right. We just, but, we like, just, that was one we definitely had to work through. Like, we tried to put on a brave face when we got there, but, like, there was some stuff, some sketchy stuff going on. Oh, absolutely. For those of y'all to, um, that don't know, we um, we uh, got tickets to Georgia, Florida. It was our, uh, our super senior year because, you know, fifth year. But uh, we were going to go. It was our last little... Like hoorah for Georgia football, I guess. Um, and we uh, we procrastinated just like college students do about getting a place to stay in Jacksonville, which was a mistake. But um, we were just sitting at Vanita, which is Brad's house, one day, and I was like, we should probably look for a place to stay. Yeah. And I remember I was looking on this website, and there was a a little motel called the Stars Rest Inn. Oh, buddy. And. It's not where the stars rested, I promise you. It may have been where the stars rested for eternity. Just just take this time in the podcast, you know, pause it and look up the stars resting in Jacksonville. Yeah. Just, just take a little peek. Yeah, I don't think they rate by stars. I think it's skulls, <laughs> if I'm being honest with you. Um, but I just remember we were uh, on the, like, the loop around Jacksonville, and we got off in, like, a real industrial-looking park, and I saw, like, a pretty nice hotel... Uh, it was probably like a Holiday Inn or something, and I was like, okay, you know, like if that's there, there's probably something else like pretty close. So like I was still optimistic, but then we turned like into the heart of that industrial part of Jacksonville, and I was like, yeah. this is bad. We're yeah, getting- and it honestly did not. I didn't have any questions about the hotel until we actually pulled into it, and I was like, oh boy, here yeah. we go. So uh, just to kind of sum up our experience there, so I I walked inside. And it, I mean, it looked like any other hotel, you know, like there was a, like a coffee, uh, thing, there was a lobby, you could tell where like the complimentary breakfast was at and stuff like that. So more of our, our level, kind of like how we explained right. earlier. But then there were signs, I think soon that it was not a safe space. Oh, for sure. Not a safe so space for us. when I walked in, I was the third person in line and, um, the guy that was checking in at the very front, like got his stuff and checked in. I think he may have had his girlfriend or significant other in the car maybe a sister I don't know could be from Alabama so I don't know um but uh anyway they I they drove away to their um room because it is a motel so you drive up to there and um I remember the the next person got in line and got their stuff and then I get up to the front and all of a sudden this guy who checked in when I first got there comes storming back in and I was like, this can't be good. How long do you think he was, 
like maybe gone two minutes. Or maybe like yeah. he he must have had a room that not was long enough close. for you to be gone from the desk. No, for right. sure not. Um, and he came in and he looked like he was upset, so I just let him have it. Like you know, he was gonna get in line. <laughs> you so, do what you need to do, my man. <laughs> yeah. So he he walked up the desk and um, a little bit of a shout out, I guess, for customer service. Like they did, like pull me aside and pull him aside, mm. and like they handled us both. But probably wasn't like, good for their business to have. No. Big angry Ben there. No. For this story. Definitely not. But he uh, he was checking out, to say the least. <laughs> and at the moment, I was thinking to myself, man, I wonder I wonder why he's checking out. Like, I, he probably got wanted, like, a king bed and got, like, yeah. a twin bed or something. Yeah. Being naive and... Right. So, um, Benefit of the doubt for, yeah. for the stars resting. Yeah. Um, so, I continue with my check-in, and um, they were saying along, something along the lines of, like, if you... Uh, need to check out or have any kind of complaints, uh, you need to come back within 30 minutes. And that was another little red flag, you know? I'd never yeah. been told at a hotel, like, if you In other words, it out. might be sketch up there. Yeah. Is it too sketchy for you? Yeah, basically. And, like, this must have happened. It's kind of like one of those crazy laws that you have. Like, somebody had to have done that for right. it to have been a law. So you must have had right. tons of people come back and try to check out of this hotel. So we walk up there, and there's uh, uh, no—I mean, no offense to the stars rest in, but I'm just giving you my honest truth. Like there were holes in the wall. <laughs> yeah. There were stains all over yeah, the bed. Yeah. Um, I remember there was a bunch of people running outside. A lot of red flags. Lots of red flags. So I just remember we were sitting in there, and we were kind of thinking to ourselves, "Man, can we make this work? Like, are we sure?" Well, the thing for me was when we pulled around to where we were supposed to be. There were people hanging out there like it was their spot. Like some some deals went down there. And, oh yeah. And you know, like we were cool with them, but you know, they weren't the people that I wanted necessarily come to tuck me in at night. You know, there was a little sketch going on. Yeah. And so immediately we got out there, and of course Gib is you know not having it. You yeah. know, this is not Gib's spot, which you know can't blame him on that one. But you know, like you said, we immediately had to evaluate the situation and search for possible solutions yeah. at that so, point. Yeah, so I remember sitting down on the little like chair that they have in hotel rooms, and um, like the scared little boy I was, I called my mom. Exactly. And I said, "Here's the situation. Um, yeah. We can't stay here." And then she was very sympathetic, and we decided that instead of staying in Jacksonville yeah. near the game, we decided to go up to Amelia yeah. Island yeah, near let's, Georgia. Yeah, let's drive back a little bit. Yeah, though. let's drive back about 45 minutes down we the road. We saw a lot nicer things back there. Oh, yeah, for sure. We were right on the beach. Yeah. Um, it was definitely out of our price range, but that was a remember, Christmas to me. Yeah, exactly. I remember driving out of that place like, I don't know, like we had just driven out of war. Like, we were leaving the battlefield unscathed, and, like, yeah. I was so happy about that. Yeah. That's, I guess, kind of tells you what the Stars Rest in was. Like, I felt like we were in danger. Yeah, we, we were. And even if we weren't, it felt like we were. And maybe for that's sure. just me being weak, but that was a sketch place. It was. But, like, it was, it was a testament to, like, our friendship that, like, except Gib, you know, he was, like, he was against it from day yeah. one, but, like, I appreciated y'all trying to like make it work, make it work. Right. But then like, it was like a switch. The yeah. instant I said, all right, we're going to find yeah. someplace else. That's what like, I, uh, you yeah. were like on your phone, calling your dad, find us a place now. <laughs> I, w- I was in it with you. And then, and then when you, you know, you had questions, I was like, okay, let's go ahead and encourage him to ease. <laughs> <laughs> let's at- make him ask more questions. Of we were still we were. in all uh, rickety Randy. Yeah. So like we couldn't, yeah. couldn't risk rickety Randy getting broke down hey, there. You know, 
for what it's worth, Rickety, he never, especially on a trip, you know, he left me in some spots in Athens that I wish he had not. But never on a long trip did he ever uh, uh, go against what we needed. He was always there for the team. To, and uh, I, I've heard through the grapevine, though, that Rickety is out of commission and no, no longer running. So RIP in peace for him, for sure. But, yeah, we went from uh, the doghouse to the penthouse. That's kind of what I felt like. Oh, 100%. And it wasn't like it was... It was still a hotel that was, like, in our price range. Right. Um, but... Uh, I think it was just leaving Jacksonville. Yeah. Because, we like, were, yeah, out of the city, like, yeah. in a quiet little place that, like, had a bunch of families that were just on a beach trip. Yeah. So it was nice to be able to kind of control our destiny. Because the game was there, everything was more expensive because they had the Georgia-Florida yeah. game. So we went, you know, doghouse, penthouse, and then we went to the stadium, which is now... I guess the dog's house, you know, because the yeah. dogs always, you know, here recently come out on top. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, that was, that was one of those I heard, and I've said this before at different things, and I heard it was on Meat Eater. I don't know if you've watched that on Netflix, but he goes and like hunts in all of these strange places, and he was like talking about the different kinds of fun. Like, there's the cheap fun when you go on a roller coaster, and it's really fun while you do it. But then, like, there's the other kind of fun that is terrible why it's happening. Yeah. Like going on that trip and being in that oh, hotel. Yeah. But now, like, looking back and telling the story, like, it, I enjoy talking about it now. One, I guess, is just because we are alive. Like, yeah, we survived it. But um, we were not thriving. We were surviving. And we are here to do this podcast. That's right. And, uh, you know, here we are. Yeah. Man, I feel solid about this little podcast. So I think that's all we have for today. Yeah. So uh, I guess we need them to throw go check their Instagram. That's right. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw out our personal Instagram mm-hmm. handles. Uh, I'm Joseph B. Hart, and my uh, companion is BJE Project. Yes, sir. Uh, so check us out on Instagram. We're going to be sharing um, our eventual uh, temporary podcast handle with our uh, podcast name ideas. And if you guys have any suggestions or uh, if you guys have any more stories want that you to may be on the show, you want to be on the show, uh, please let us know, whether by text, uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it may be. Carrier pigeon. Carrier pigeon. Or owl. Yeah, as my uh, wife would say, owl, because that's the only carrier <laughs> bird knows. that she knows. Um, but uh, let us know what you guys think. Uh Please don't hurt our feelings, but we will uh, take any uh, criticism that you may have or suggestions again. But uh, I think that's all we have for today. Thank you guys for listening this long. It's been a nice little journey, and we will see you guys in about a week. See ya.